Welcome to the Community Development Institute podcast. I'm Shelby Fiegel, Director of the University of Central Arkansas Center for Community and Economic Development. And I'm Dylan Edgel, Assistant Director at CCED. So you might be wondering, what is the CDI podcast? The Community Development Institute, CDI, has been the go-to resource for community and economic development training for 34 years. CDI 2020 is August 3rd through 7th, 2020, and registration is open at www.uca.edu CDI. Our team at the University of Central Arkansas created the CDI podcast to raise awareness of our training program, our work across the state of Arkansas, and feature a variety of community and economic development experts. Our guests today are our intern, Javier Hernandez, and graduate assistant, Will Gloucester. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, so I'm Javier Hernandez. I'm from Rogers, Arkansas. Um, I'm a junior here at the University of Central Arkansas, and I've been interning for this past semester, and it's been a lot of fun, and I've really enjoyed it. And yeah, and I'm uh, studying environmental science and political science. And I'm Will Gloucester. I'm from Texarkana, Arkansas. I'm a graduate student in the MBA Data Analytics program, and I've been the graduate assistant for CCED since August of 2019. Awesome. And uh, what are your career goals uh, once you graduate? Um, so I definitely uh, want to try to pursue something in the legal realm. Um, right now, I currently want to get a law degree and go back to my hometown and become a public defender. Um, so for me, it's kind of up in the air right now, uh, but I would hope to get into some kind of postgraduate program in data science and continue working in data analytics and find a job in that field. Yeah, so why do each of you feel like you're drawn to those career paths? What made you choose to kind of go down that road? Um, for me, it's just definitely been something that um, I just really like getting involved and helping people out. Um, I just really believe that we need to... It, those of us who have opportunities need to help those who um, may not have the same opportunities that we do. So that's something that I really want to do is just kind of go back to my hometown and give back to my community because it's just given me so much. And I just really love getting involved in my community. And um, this past summer, I um, went to a voting rights summit for with the Andrew Goodman Foundation, and they just had um, a constitutional a rights lawyer and that it, it just blew my mind the things that law can do and the way that you can help people through um, uh, being an advocate for people who don't really have a voice in a legal sense. Yeah Javier I definitely describe you as an as a future advocate and as a current advocate so I definitely think that hits the nail on the head. So Will you're our you're our data guy right? Uh, you're you're a math genius, organizational genius. Uh, why do you think you were drawn to the career path that you're pursuing? Yeah, so when I was an undergrad at UCA, I was an applied math and economics major, and I was really drawn towards just numbers in general uh, and data because so many different organizations, really any organization, uses data. And you can learn and predict interesting things from data for your organization type. So I figured I would study that in grad school. I um, mean, I, I also figured that it would really open up many opportunities. I could work in several different industries if I wanted to and really make a difference by you know crunching the numbers. So, yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah, <laughs> so you call yourself a number cruncher. <laughs> 
Awesome. And uh, what has your experience been like as a member of the Center for Community and Economic Development? Um, I actually started here at the uh, Center for Community and Economic Development as um, a fellow in their fellowship program. And that was a really cool experience. We got to go to a bunch of different agencies and nonprofits um, here locally. And it was amazing to get to see what they do. And um, then I was lucky enough to be able to apply for the internship and I got it. And it's just been a lot of fun being able to work um, with everybody here. Um, I didn't really know what to expect going in, but uh, as soon as we got comfortable around each other, we kind of just meshed well together and we started uh, hanging out and it was just a lot of fun. And I've really enjoyed my time here. I'm so sad that um, it's about to end, but um, I really enjoyed it and just, getting to see everything they do in terms of helping small and big communities just be able to rebrand themselves or be able to um, just develop themselves in ways that they never knew they could. It's just been an awesome experience. And what has been your biggest takeaway from um, you know being a part of the center? Yeah, I think um, a lot that the center does they build relationships and they're really big coalition builders. You know, they, they need to get everybody involved because if you don't have everybody involved, there's nothing can happen. You know, the no change can be made if you don't have the person working at like the dollar store across the street, you know, uh, you can't have anybody. They're just as important as the mayor of a town, as a city accountant, as somebody who's in administration. You need to have um, the grassroots to be able to make effective change. And that's really what I think the center focuses on is trying to instill that passion of uh, wanting to get involved in your community and wanting to make a difference. And that's really it's just been awesome to see the work that uh, the center has been able to do. That's awesome. All right. Well, same question. Uh, What has been your experience uh, as our graduate assistant? It's been a really enjoyable experience since I started kind of like Javier. I didn't really know what to expect coming in. um, But after a while, I realized that it was really enjoyable to get involved not only in UCA's community more so than I already was, but really to reach out to other communities around the entire state. Um, And I would say that was being able to travel to different communities with CCED uh, for a community catalyst, for poverty simulations. All of those things have been so great and enjoyable to me. Uh, And just getting to connect with other community members in Conway and around Arkansas as a whole. And what was your biggest takeaway uh, from these experiences across Arkansas? That community and economic development is all about the people. It's about who you talk to uh, and the connections that you make. So Javier and Will, um, we recently talked to Dr. Leslie Graybill, our director of service learning and volunteerism, and she shared kind of her thoughts on how communities can engage college students. But we want to hear directly from you Um, as college students yourselves on how you think communities can engage college students effectively. So let's start out with Will, since uh, Javier's been starting out every answer so far. I think that you kind of have to meet college students on their level. So if you're going to engage them, whether it's through like a community event or something like that, 
Most importantly, it probably has to be some kind of free event. You got to meet them on their level. Um, but it also has to be something that they're interested in or something that's um, with their generation. And so, Javier, I'm going to ask you the same question. How do you think communities can engage college students effectively? Yeah, so I feel like oftentimes college students are pretty much disregarded as apathetic or they just really don't care about their surrounding or their community. But, you know, I've done a lot of work with, um, like, voter engagement and um, just um, civic engagement in general. And I feel like a lot of the times you just have to find what students are passionate about. I feel like you need to engage them. I know Dr. Graybeal has um, the big event and you have to find the organizations that want to help because no single person wants to do something by themselves. You have to find something. You have to get their Greek life involved. Don't go for the individual student. Um, I believe you need to find organizations that they're passionate about and kind of align with the interests that their organizations go with. Um, I know Latino Student Association, they we help out at Amigo Fest every year because that's something that aligns with our values, you know, and we have a great time doing it because you're not just going by yourself. You're going out with your friends who are in the club or in the organization, you know, Greek life. That's a really big um, organization that you can really just grab a lot of students from. So I think you need to find organizations that can help you um, reach your goals and just kind of align your values or their values with yours, you know, just kind of match it up. So I think that you guys gave some good secret insider information for these community leaders who are wanting to engage young people in general, I think, not even just college students. Um, so I want to expand on that real quick and say, what do you think is the best communication method to get in touch with um, young leaders, young people in the community, college students? Uh, we hear a lot of assumptions on the best way to engage um, and, and different communication methods. But what all would you say you personally, uh, the way you want to be communicated with? Um, well, for me, I would prefer it be some kind of like electronic communication. So whether that be through a text or a phone call, um, but preferably over somewhere like social media. If I see an ad for something on social media... Or, or an opportunity to attend an event, I'm more likely to be engaged with that event if I'm seeing it on Facebook or I don't have Twitter, but if I had Twitter, Twitter um, or Instagram or something like that. Because um, you can also see other people that are interested in attending those events. Um, so yeah, I would probably say social media probably the most. Yeah, um, I think... Yeah, echoing Will, I think that's a really helpful tool to put like instant updates on and things like that. Like uh, I'm from Rogers and I follow the city of Rogers Instagram page and I love seeing like the new park that they're working on or the roads that are closing, just simple things like that. And I also think that the um, just quick bullet point items on Instagram are things that make it easier to read, not like big in-depth text heavy uh, graphics I know the Arkansas House of Representatives they've been putting out like daily COVID updates you know that's really helpful to see how many people are um, getting sick you know like how many people are hospitalized and it's really quick and easy to look at so um, I think social media and honestly I enjoy getting a good piece of mail you know <laughs> like a quick little postcard or something you know I think that really 
intrigues a lot of younger people. I was just having a conversation with one of my friends the other day that we never get mail, like important mail anymore. And we love going to our mailboxes and opening it up and just seeing like, oh, hey, I got something. You know, that's something that you don't really see anymore. So I find that really interesting that you shared that last little tidbit, Javier. But I think that that, um, you know, our, our email boxes are so full uh, maybe maybe print mail is coming making a comeback, right? It's gonna be a new trend. Yeah, I definitely think so. You know, I'm gonna I'm striving for that. You know, so hopefully we'll get it, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's some really good advice. And you know, working with you guys this year, I think we've seen what your energy and passion can bring to a team. Um, so hopefully our communities can uh, kind of use that to to bring it to their team as well. And speaking of that passion. We wanted to ask you, what are you passionate about in your community and why? And this could be in your hometown or in your college campus. Um, so, yeah, you can go ahead, Javier. Yeah, so as I kind of hinted earlier, um, really civic engagement and voter engagement, that's been something that I've really just found myself growing more and more passionate about um, over the years I've been here at UCA. Um, I've joined this organization called the Andrew Goodman Foundation, and I've become a cap campus ambassador sorry and it's just been awesome um we hosted party at the polls the other day and we've gotten so many more people just engaged in our local democratic process you know um we need to advocate for people having these rights um so the only the one way that we can do that so simply is just to go do it at the ballot you know um it's just whatever to us it's a, it's a nonpartisan organization so we don't care which um political affiliation um you uh call home or anything like that but we just want to see you using your rights and um i think another uh thing that i'm really passionate about is uh like minority outreach um right now i'm president of the latino student association and we just had an awesome time and it's been so amazing getting to see people just flourish in their culture and i think that's awesome if you go um to you know, like the Greek Step Show with the NPHC fraternities and sororities. It's awesome just to get people, um, just to see them go around. So I think it's really reaching out to um, minority populations here on campus and in my community that I've really enjoyed so much. That's awesome. And and Will, what are you passionate about in your community? I would say I'm passionate about supporting small and local businesses. I really love, whether it's in my hometown of Texarkana, but especially here in Conway, I really love just driving around town, finding one of the good, small, locally owned restaurants. Um, like I love, specifically in Conway, I love Mike's Place. I love Holly's Country Cooking. Um, I like the Patio Cafe as well. So mainly food, um, but I also enjoy like supporting locally owned like clothing stores. I'm just really helping support vendors and businessmen and women in your local area. Um, I'm really passionate about doing that. That's awesome. And I remember I asked you for restaurant recommendations in Texarkana, and you gave me a list, a huge list of them. So thank you. I, I, I can see that passion. I saw it firsthand. And I think that was a perfect shout out to all of our local and small businesses, especially during this time. And it also reminds me of a time that Dylan and Will and I traveled to Magnolia and they have a, a small business there near the college called Mule Kick. And I uh, got to try Flamin' Hot Cheetos ice cream. And <laughs> that was that was one of the highlights of my day. 
Um, so, so be on the lookout for all of those local restaurants that we'll give a shout out to on the podcast and visit them when you come to Conway. So I do want to say, uh, Will and Javier, just thank you guys so much for joining us on the CDI podcast. Uh, we really enjoyed hearing from you and maybe even learning a little bit more about you and what makes you you. Uh, we appreciate your hard work as members of our team at UCA, and we're really excited to have you as a part of the center. So on upcoming episodes, we are going to feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope that you join us next week on the CDI podcast.